Well, hello, hello, everyone. Thank you for coming back. And if you're new to this podcast, my name is Akaimi McCoy, and I am the Christian Therapist. I do want you to know that anything that I share on this podcast is not meant to be a replacement for therapy with a licensed mental health professional. All information is for educational purposes only. All right, sit back and enjoy. So let me go ahead and introduce my very special guest. Her name is Rushni Cope, a.k.a. Glamazzini. And she is an awesome woman of God who has conquered depression after a long 20-year battle. She agreed to discuss her mental health challenges here with me on this podcast. So I do want you to know that this is a four-part series. So make sure you come back and listen to each one. They'll be posted on Tuesdays and Fridays. Rushni is married and has a beautiful son. And her son was born with spider bifida. But even though she conquered depression and she had this battle with depression and the son that was born with spider bifida, nothing has stopped her from being able to serve God. She is also an entrepreneur and a major face on social media to include Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and Periscope. And she also has a website, um, Glamazzini.com. Her videos that she makes on Facebook and YouTube usually end up going viral due to her ability to create awesome humorous content. She will have you rolling with laughter. Her huge following, and I mean huge, has allowed her opportunities that allow her to be a brand ambassador with many companies and partners with international brands as well. You check out her website so you can see all that she is connected to and to learn more about her in general. So just remember, this is only one part of the four part series. So check back for the other parts that haven't been loaded yet. And those that are already listed as an episode. All right, sit back and enjoy. Part three of this interview starts off with Rushdie answering the question about how her physical affected her mood. So let's continue with the interview. You talked earlier about your physical and how does your physical health or what what did you do with your physical health to help you get through your depression? Because that was an important role to you. Um, so I am a relatively healthy person in that I am very uh, interested in natural health, natural remedies. I have always been um, for years. I, I, I think the genesis of that was I dated somebody. They, their mom had gotten sick with cancer. She went to several traditional doctors and they told her she was going to die. And she went to some natural health people and they told her all this stuff to do. And she was still alive like 15 years later. Wow. And intrigued, right? And started reading and I just never stopped. Um, so over the years, of course, dealing with depression, you know, I have always tried to figure out if there's a link. And I never could find one, if I'm being honest, until recently. So a few years ago, after doing my annual fast, I do a fast at the beginning of the year. Um, I've done it for like 20 years. I started eating regular food again and realized that all of a sudden I had this wave of what I was, you know, what I, what I considered depression come over me. 
out of nowhere. And I hadn't felt that way for like a month while I was fasting. So then I'm like, hmm, this is strange. So then of course, because I'm who I am, I start paying attention to what I'm eating because I'm that person. As soon as something starts happening to me physically, I'm very sensitive to my food. I had a natural health doctor back in the day tell me, she was like, you are so sensitive to your food. She said, look at it this way. You're probably never going to drop dead from a heart attack or anything because your body's going to tell you before anything starts happening. And I was like, thanks a lot, Dr. Wow. <laughs> she was like, you're so sensitive. So um, I started searching through my foods and I realized that I had started eating these, these um, little like veggie straw things that my son's therapist used to use with him. He wasn't using And I was like, I'm going to just munch on these. And so then I stopped eating them. The lights came back on. I thought, huh. I ate a few more, a few, you know, a few days passed. I ate a few more, down I go. So then I was like, what is going on with this stuff? I realized this stuff has gluten in it. Maybe that's what it is. So then I start testing my um, reaction to gluten and realize there is a correlation between how I feel, like whether I feel depressed, down, you know, sad, and my gluten consumption. So that was probably like three years ago. I made that link. Um, and diminished my gluten consumption, lost like 10 pounds, felt better, but didn't feel, felt better, let's say that. So felt better. Right. Then last year, everybody online was talking about keep the ketogenic diet, keto, keto, keto. And I am not a person that goes with fads. If everybody's going left, I go right. I've right. always been that way. Like I just don't have the herd thing. I just don't. <laughs> right. You know, I am not doing that. Like there's no way. That sounds crazy. You know what I mean? They're eating bacon. I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I was a smoothies girl. You know, I was like, that's not okay. But for some reason, I can't even remember exactly what it was. But for some reason, I was in somebody's comment section, some random person on Instagram that I wish I knew who they were so I could thank them profusely said to go and check out this person called Dr. Berg on YouTube. So I decide, okay, fine. Let me see what Dr. Berg talking about. And I pulled up his channel. And what I liked about his channel is it was very focused on healthy eating and healthy living in general, but there was just a ridiculous amount of information on keto. And he broke it down into little bite-sized chunks. So like you didn't have to watch like this two hour video and get all this information. It was very specific videos. So I just started, like I just said earlier, binge listening to his videos when I was doing mindless tasks and started slowly integrating some of the things he was saying to do last, last year. I, I still call it lazy keto. If you go to my Instagram page and you look at my keto highlight, it's called lazy keto because I'm going this full out. I'm gonna just, you know, dabble, just dabble a little bit. I'm gonna just take, you know, do a few of these things. So last June, I started doing just random things he would say to do in his video, you know, pulled away a lot of my gluten-free substitutes because I had a lot of gluten-free substitutes, lots of pasta or gluten-free bread, da, 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 da. you know. Stop making my smoothies, which was so hard because I love smoothies. But yeah, uh, me both. And the right, all these things. And I let me tell you something. It was June first that I started doing all that. By maybe the first week of August, I was like, "What is going on?" Okay, people do the ketogenic diet, to my understanding, because it helps them lose weight. It's a way of burning fat off of your body. Yada yada. If you go online, you will see incredible weight loss results. I was not that like into the weight loss part. I was more intrigued by the, um, the mental health benefits, the, the brain benefits that he was talking about. Right. Like from June 1st, by the first week of August, it was like somebody had turned a light on. And I'm talking about a light 
not been on my whole adult life, like 20 years. And I could not understand. I was literally just talking to my husband about this like a few days ago. I could not understand how I had been in such a deep fog to the point that I didn't even understand how deep of a fog I was in. Like I knew I was foggy minded. I knew I wasn't able to concentrate. I knew I felt depressed. I knew all of that stuff was going on. But when I got out of it, I was like, I had no clue that I was that bad. And then it just kept getting better and better. And I remember telling my husband, I was like, can I fly? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how much better does this get? You know, and of course I had to test it because like any good person who's always fiddle faddling with their food. So I did stupid stuff, you know, like went to Jack in the Box one day and got a burger and nothing's wrong with a burger. The bun though, you can right. eat on keto, but the way the bun is set up, the way right. the bun is set up. And when I tell you I did that burger and I had an improv uh, acting class right after that. And by 30 minutes in, I was sitting in the parking lot before my class and I just wanted to cry. I was like, what's going on right now? I could physically feel my body going back to the place that it had always been in. The place that I actually thought was me all those years. I thought that was me in my depressed state. And by the time I got into the improv, it was the worst improv class I've ever had. I couldn't think straight. I couldn't bring up my thoughts. You know, I was just all over the place. Wow. And so that was the key last year that kind of like unlocked like, oh, um, maybe this depression is being highly affected by my body's um, glucose levels and insulin levels. Yes. And, and I, I, I was so shocked. I'm still shocked, honestly. Like, it's weird because it's still happening. And I'm just like, what? I mean, clearly over the holidays, like mac and cheese, right? Okay. So, um, mac and cheese and, um, <laughs> but delicious. Uh, <laughs> right. But I mean, the correlation is still there. Right. Yes. So like, I do this thing. That's not on this diet that will spike my insulin and my gut and it's delicious or whatever. And then the next day, sometimes hours later, I am in a pit. The difference now is though, I know why I'm in the pit. Back in the day, I would be in the pit. I would think that that was me. And I would start beating myself up. What's wrong with you? Why can't you get out there? Now I'm like, girl, you ate a piece of cake over the holidays. Like when I went on my trip to Florida, there, was a, there, there may or may not have been a carrot cake incident on the cruise. There may have been a carrot cake incident on the cruise. Um, but then you're like, okay, this is going to pass. You know what I mean? Because this is a physical response to something. And so that was like a huge, I mean, just huge thing that happened last year that I'm still in shock about because I was literally like joking around about how silly this diet was in my brain, not realizing that it was the key to get me out of what I was dealing with. And the thing I like about Dr. Berg is it's not just, you know, eat a bunch of bacon and eat a bunch of cheese. And right. he gives you information and he's very, very insistent that you eat a lot of healthy vegetables. I eat a lot. I mean, there's just vegetables, palooza. I go to Walmart and it kind of breaks my heart because a lot of times when the check, the um, people that are checking me out, the cashiers are checking my groceries out, they'll make comments about the amount of vegetables that I have. And I'll be like, that's so sad that that's a weird thing to them. Right. Yes, or it's they don't true. don't know what it is. Or they don't know what the vegetable is. They'll right. pick like a squash and be like, what is this? 
it's a it's a it squash. You know, or they'll be like, oh, you you having people over? You got a lot of green stuff on here, and I'm just like, just me and my husband. And of course, my husband, who um does, you know, he's always been supportive of the food stuff, and he always like, if I do five, he does ten. Oh. <laughs> he, does gray, he does black. He went full out. Like I still consider myself lazy keto because I still feel like I'm doing a few things that are not exactly a hundred percent keto. You know what I mean? Like, um, he went full out keto and like six pack just showed up <laughs> like i'm not even joking you guys like, he works out and stuff but he just wasn't getting like six pack just showed up he was like what pants are falling off like clo clothes are falling off of him and he's just like i like these pants they don't fit me anymore and i'm like well they're worth problems to have you know and so that was the huge key for the dietary stuff and the thing that i tell people is whether or not keto works for you is not really the question. It's just recognizing that there is a physiological component. Yes, absolutely. And so paying attention to how your body responds and finding what works for you. Yes. Don't be like, I can eat everything. I wonder why I'm sad. Well, you might be sad because it might be inflammation palooza all up in your system. You know what I mean? And that burger might not be the best choice right now, or at least get rid of the bun or, you know, that piece of cake or the, whatever those chips, whatever it is you're eating, which one do you want? The chips or depression? Yeah. And it's funny when you, when I speak, cause I've been doing keto since I heard you mention it on your Instagram, you said that word a few times and I was you were doing that live and I'm thinking to myself, what is this word she's saying? I was so glad that you saw my comment because everybody was hitting you up with comments, but I was so glad that you saw and gave me like what keto was and you mm -hmm. said Dr. Burke and I binged just like you binged on it. And I started in De December the 1st is when I started and my energy level is so elevated like i the energy my mood is elevated um i started in having that stroke that i had that really put me in the like girl you need to figure out something mm -hmm. something has got to change but that right there me learning that information really helped my physical my mental my spiritual all of that in general but when i talk to people about you know, keto and stuff like that, especially in my family, it is, they don't want to give up the chips. They don't want to give up the bread. And to them, that mindset that they have about food, it is, is so hard. That stronghold is so hard to get them to even receive or hear what, I, what I'm saying. So I said, you know, my son was like, well, mama, maybe you need to um, just realize that people are not ready to change. Mm -hmm. And they're not ready to hear you. So just show them. And so right. that's literally how I am. I'm 16 pounds down. And I wasn't, wow. I wasn't going on keto, like you were saying, I wasn't going on keto just to lose weight. I was going on keto to get healthy. And that's one of the things they talk about. You get healthy, your body gets healthy, and then you'll lose weight, you know. So I wasn't even looking to lose weight. But 16 pounds down, I know inches have gone down. But yeah, I don't even know how many rude. pounds I've lost, but all I know is my clothes fit. Like, yes. I, like pants that were not closing are closing. And I'm yes. I, I used to be in the untuck, you know, the untuck blouse over club. <laughs> and now I tuck. 
and I had a few friends at church, you know, you go around for the offering, you walk around, you know, and I was tucked in a pair of slacks that could not fit me before. And I was chipsing. <laughs> and my pastor's daughter, she reached up and, you know, grabbed my waist like sideways. And it was like, all right, mercy. And I'm like, hey. <laughs> right. so I, that's all I know. Clothes are like buttons. Yes. Like things that were cutting off my circulation or that I couldn't button. And I'm just like, that part is wonderful. But yes. the, I told my husband, I said, listen, if I keep going to my doctors and they keep doing tests and all is well, and this is how I feel, I am eating like this for the rest of my life. Now, what I was going to say to you about what you said, I was thinking the same thing your son said when you said that, because it is difficult to tell people to change a mindset that a society supports, right? Right, right. People have said, Jesus had bread in the Bible. Jesus had the bread of life. And I'm just like, listen, there's only so much educating I can do about the fact that the bread Jesus was eating is not the bread that you're eating. Absolutely. It was eating unleavened, non-mo, unleavened bread. (laughs) So, I mean, like, that's a whole different thing. That that converted differently in his system. Uh, But you can only meet people where they are. So it's like, 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 your son said, part of me is just um, doing the thing, being the thing. A lot of times people, I've had people chuckle, laugh, you know, and it's sad when the person laughing or chuckling or making the joke about the thing actually can benefit from what you are doing. Absolutely. Like you literally are looking at them thinking this manifestation in your body, on your skin, in your mind, is because of the food you are eating, but you can't, you know, I mean, you can only be something different because like I said, I was chuckling at people eating keto. I was yeah. like, really? A bunch what? of bacon? What you eating a bunch of bacon for? You know, and even the bacon, I'm so <laughs> bacon, girl, listen, bacon is delicious. <laughs> yes, it is. I'm so happy about the, the, that I like avocados. I know some people don't like avocados, but I've listened, if loving an avocado is wrong, I don't want to be right. And yeah. then the thing about keto too is you're fuller on less food because of the healthy fats so you know the way that i don't want to get to all that but the same amount of calories of a sugar-based meal and the same amount the same amount of calories of a keto-based meal it's going to be more filling you're going to be stronger you know you eat the sugar and it's like your body metabolizes that differently it's like you peak and you crash and then you're hungry again whereas like you eat this other meal and you're like i'm actually not that hungry I made breakfast the other day and um, made, I mean, now granted, admittedly, way too much avocado on a plate for a human being. Like it was like, <laughs> my eyes were bigger than my stomach. I, I thought love I was avocados. a grown man. Okay. I thought I was a grown football player the way I made this plate and I ate half of it. And I was like, I'm not even hungry anymore. Right. <laughs> And the thing is, I don't do intermittent fasting, which is part of what Dr. Berg um, really promotes. My husband does intermittent fasting, which is why the six pack just popped. I mean, when I tell you six pack popped out, just popped out. We were like, hey. He does intermittent fasting. And um, my, my, my eating schedule is, I'm not going to say it's not a fasted uh, thing. It's not on purpose. I'm not being on purpose fasting, but I tend to have a... a I, I looked at it and I'm like, I kind of have a nine hour eating window and I only eat two meals now because I'm not that hungry. Like right. I eat my breakfast and I make a good size breakfast and then I make a good size, you know, 
I mean, an okay size dinner. I'm just not that hungry. And I think it's because of all of the healthy fats in my food now. Right. Yeah. You know, and I'm not having those peaks and crashes. Yeah. I do the intermittent fasting and that has really. Has your six pack shown up yet? Um, it's, I, <laughs> I don't have the six pack yet because I had a lot to lose. <laughs> There's a, but yeah. I, when, I, I, when I look at myself in the mirror and you know i'm like omg and i did a picture on instagram showing when i started up until like a few days ago mm-hmm. and I, I, I wore the same shorts and t-shirts so i could see the difference because yeah I, I could feel the difference but when i saw the picture and the way those shorts fit i'm like thank you lord for <laughs> thank you because it is really clearly i mean Rachi, when I tell you that I had almost all the things that Dr. Berg was talking about, I had the cramps in the legs, I had the twitching of the eyes, I had the, um, the of course, not even being able to walk up a hill without being out of breath. I had so many of the things that he was talking about. And I do believe that by the stroke that I had was part of the reason because I wasn't sleeping. I have mm. sleep apnea and I mm. wasn't sleeping. And, um, and, and not only that, I stopped breathing. Oh. And so now I sleep for eight hours. I've never been able to do that. <laughs> yeah. And so the clarity of mind, the energy, I'm dancing around this house because I got all this energy to do. I, I don't know what to do with it either because I used to wake up in the morning. My son would be up early for the bus. And I, the only reason I'm up early is because of him. I'm not a morning person. And every morning before I would be like, I can't wait to get back in the bed. I'm so sleepy. I'm so tired. And then I would either force myself not to, or I would go back into the bed and then I would beat myself up for being such a slugger. You know what I mean? Nowadays I wake up and I'm just like, morning, Jesus. And I get up and I'm still tired, you know, cause you're waking up. Right. But time I put my son on the bus, it's almost like I'm annoyed at myself because I'm so used to being like depressed and sleepy. I want to go back in the bed, but (laughs) awake, awake. I come and I'm like, let's do this. And then I'm like, I kind of want to go back to sleep, but just because I'm used to it, but I'm so awake right now that I'm about to do something incredible. And that's, Usually when you guys see me like filming videos when I'm like on 10, cause I'm just like, listen, I'm on <laughs> right now because I don't know. I'm good. Let me <laughs> video, you know, and do what I got to do because I'm like so awake. And that's why I told my husband, I said, I, I used to say this to him. I haven't said it in a while. I'm like, babe, I've been sleepwalking. Yeah. <laughs> I really told him, I said, you should be amazed that I got anything done. Right. <laughs> Because like, even when we were talking about the entrepreneurship stuff at the beginning of the podcast, I struggled so much with monetizing myself online. Was I making money? Yes. But was I hitting my goals? No. I would make a goal for myself every year. I would not hit the goal and then I would beat myself up and it would just be the cycle of depression and anxiety, right? Why am I not able to da, 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 da. Listen, last year, keto and all of the work I've been doing with respect to like pouring into myself, I quadrupled the amount of money I made the year before. Wow. Wow. I doubled. I quadrupled. And I listen. I don't no, nobody come look for me. Cause it, it looks like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm shocked at myself. Yeah. I go, girl, I blew. When I tell you I blew, boom, boom. Fast. <laughs> Hello? 
girl, I made, I made twice money, twice as much money as the goal I had for myself. Okay. I was like, what just happened? And part of that is doing the work, realizing broken mindsets, setting them jokers to the side, catching some new mindsets, learning like the physiological reasons of what was holding me back. You know, and a lot of that stuff I was beating myself up for, it was mental health related. And like I said, I should have been celebrating the fact that I was getting anything done. You know, like you would be looking at me and being like, how is this girl with depression doing this? That's a good question. It was, it was literally just like my desire to not have depression take me down Mm. was for saying like, I will shine through this thing no matter what. But then of course, information, you know, therapy, like I said, girl, stay on therapy. Stay in. She was laughing at me yesterday. I was like, I'll see you. I'm coming every week. I was like, let's hit, let's get 2019 going because I see the fruit of that. Yes. When I have a person that's a partner with me, when I walk into their office and they're helping me have these like incredible aha moments where when I can live lighter, like why wouldn't I want to live lighter? Like why I want to carry that stuff around for? She's telling me things that, that are lifting burdens off of me that free me now to go out and make this money, have a better life, be a better mom, be a better wife. You know what I mean? Like, yes, not that. Like it's I know a that beautiful I, thing. I don't understand. Like to me, the stigma to me, I'm like, I take my son to therapy every single week for multiple things. My son was born in spina bifida. He has physical, occupational, and speech therapy, right? If my son, who uses a wheelchair right now, what, is there a stigma for me taking him to physical therapy? No, there are, there are deficits in his physical movement. He needs therapy so that he can be the best version of his physical self that he can be. It's the same thing for my brain. Like there are some deficit. I have identified that some of these mindsets and some of these things I'm walking around with just are not serving me. Like they don't coming off of me and I want different fruit. You know what I mean? Like when I, when I, when I stand before him, I want different fruit. Okay. Jesus to come to me with the talents and I need to be the well done talent person. I don't need to be the buried in the ground talent person. I'm not getting the, the, the well done, the well done version of this thing, but look old girl over there got the well done version. She got a podcast. <laughs> you see what old girl talking about. And then when I listen to old girl, I realize old girl saying the total opposite of everything my mother and father told me. Right. Right. You know what I mean? In this particular area. Right. And I'm looking at them. They don't have the fruit. She got the fruit. I go into therapist's office. She's just like, here's this information. Here's this tool. Here's a different way to look at this. You don't have to carry that. I said, I don't have to carry that. Right. And you know what I mean? And then it's better. It's like, it helps me be a better me in that space to free. It's just, I don't know. I know people look at it that way. I think that's part of the reason why I've never like had a problem. What should I never? I quickly got rid of my feeling of like, oh, I can't tell people this you know, online. And a lot of that had to do it because I was working in corporate America. Girl, once I got out of corporate America, I was telling it. Oh, yes. My life. Because I was like, this helps people. I get so many inbox messages from people, um, comments and just constantly telling me that the fact that I say that kind of stuff is so um, helpful to them. And now a lot of people are talking about that stuff online, I feel. But like back when I was saying stuff, I, I was looking for people. I remember searching for videos and I couldn't find them. And I was like, well, I guess it's me. Um, so Rushing, you have a, um, different platforms. How can people connect with you, you know, and connect with um, you on social media and things like that? 
Absolutely. I am Glamazini everywhere. G-L-A-M-A-Z-I-N-I. So that is, I'm most active on Facebook. Uh, you can find me there, facebook.com slash Glamazini and on Instagram, instagram.com slash Glamazini. And of course, YouTube, my first love, youtube.com slash Glamazini. But I am Glamazini everywhere. So on Twitter, I also have Glamazini.com, which is my blog. Um, and I'm on Pinterest, but not that much. So don't, don't go over there because I don't, <laughs> I don't update. Okay. Yeah, so that is pretty much how you can find me um, online. And if you want to message me, the easiest way is Instagram or Facebook messages. I check them very often. Now I used to not check my Facebook messages because I had some viral videos and my inbox went a little crazy, you know, with the help of Jesus, I got through that with my time blocking. That's exactly how I cleared out that inbox. Now I have zero anxiety about these viral videos and this inbox situation that happened. So you can totally find me there on Facebook. Um, so and thank you again, Rushni. Thank for having me. You. This was wonderful. Yes, I enjoyed it more than in ever. <laughs> so, but we'll be talking soon. So thanks Absolutely. a lot. Thanks, hon. Okay, so I want you to know that was not the end of the interview. There are three more parts, so make sure you come back to hear the rest. There is so much more to this lady than what you just heard, and I don't want you to miss a beat. All right, come back for the next one. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to visit my website at www.life-counseling-transitions.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Akayami Speaks, on Instagram at Akayami McCoy, and on YouTube as Akayami McCoy. All right. Thanks a lot. And I hope you return for the next episode.